Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we explain why Sheila Foam is making some big acquisitions. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note. A few days ago, Reliance Industries announced that it was buying back Reliance retail shares at one thousand three hundred and sixty-two rupees per share, and investors were upset. Why? Because they had purchased these unlisted shares at three thousand rupees. and they felt cheated by the family of the richest indian but what's the truth head over to our youtube channel to find out in our latest youtube video we present an in-depth explanation of what all went down with reliance retail and minority shareholders so if you are interested in watching this video the link is in the description below check it out now and now back to our story sleep deprived you are not alone indians are the second most sleep deprived people in the world after the japanese and this poor quality of sleep can have a ripple effect it can affect productivity at work it can increase stress and diseases can creep up without even you knowing but there's one company that has been trying to help us sleep better sheila foam okay if you're thinking that we're talking about some fancy startup that tracks your sleep cycles you'd be wrong it's actually a 50 year old company that began operations in up back in the 70s You might not have heard about it, but if we mention the brand Sleepwell, that should ring a bell. The company has made quite a name for itself by selling things on which we spend around eight hours of our days: mattresses. It has a 25% market share by value in the organized space, and it's increasingly trying to make inroads in the unorganized market as well. How you ask? Well, the thing is, mattresses made out of polyurethane foam, springs, and coir don't come cheap. They can cost a pretty penny. Meanwhile the unorganized sector mainly uses cotton fillers for their mattresses to make them affordable. So while you might see data saying that the unorganized segment has a 60% market share, remember that's market share by value. But if you calculate the market share by volume or by how many mattresses are sold, the numbers will be skewed heavily in favor of the unorganized sector. So if the organized sector wants a bigger share of this pie, they can't wait for disposable income to rise. They need to make cheap mattresses. and that's what sheila foam has been trying to do they launched the m5 brand of mattresses in the hope that it could be priced below 3000 rupees and they even set up a subsidiary called international comfort technologies to facilitate this it would focus on mass production and mass distribution reach the tehsils and taluks across india and as its md put it create mattresses for every indian but wait that's not all sheila foam does It isn't just a mattress company. In fact, you could argue, in fact, you could argue that it isn't a B2C or a business to consumer company at all. It's a B2B company. Yes, 60% of Sheila Foam's business actually comes from selling foam, all types of it. It sells comfort foam that other manufacturers can use in pillows. It sells rechinical foam that's engineered to the specifications of various industries such as soundproofing, studios, ships and cars. You wouldn't believe it but it actually has a 70% share for the foam used in the automotive industry and then it sells furniture foam for use in sofa and chair cushions. Oh, and guess what? All that cushioning in train seats and berths, well, Sheila Foam's quite prominent there too. It's making quite a bit of money as India expands and improves its railways and old ones that all need foam seating. and this week everyone's been talking about sheila foam because out of nowhere these folks have decided to splash over 2000 crore rupees to buy a 95% stake in rival mattress maker 
and another 300 crore rupees for 35% stake in the furniture rental startup Forlenko. It's all part of Sheila Foam's ambitious expansion plan. It is targeting the unorganized market as we mentioned. It already has a presence in Australia and Europe and wants to tap the US. And it now wants furniture as well. Investors seem pretty happy too and the shares initially jumped by 15% on the news. But let's break this down, shall we? Because if you consider the acquisition of Curlon, it seems to be a perfect fit. It makes up for what Sheila Foam lacks. For starters, a significant presence in South India. Curlon dominates the region with a 40% revenue share. Sheila Foam's forte is the north and west of the country. But the combined might means that Sheila Foam will now control 40% of the branded mattress market. Not to forget the differences in how their mattresses are distributed. Curlon's perfected the art of getting displayed in multi-brand outlets or MBOs. They're not afraid of being out there along with competition. And that's a segment Sheila Foam has increasingly been eyeing. Curlon's experience here could help it make faster inroads. And if you set aside the differences in culture between the two companies, their financial profiles are almost similar too. They have similar EBITDA margins, net profit margins and ROE. Also, if you take into account the fact that they are likely to combine manufacturing and logistics, it could very well bring down costs for the overall company too. So, there's a lot to like about the deal. But for Lenko, Well, analysts don't seem to be too sure about this. It's a head-scratcher. See, when Forlenko began operations in 2011, the big bet was that young millennials wanted flexibility. They didn't want to own stuff. They would move cities often when young. So the easiest thing to do was to push the rental mindset. Forlenko offered furniture and appliance rentals. But somewhere along the way, the company lost the plot. They ventured into selling brand new furniture. Their customer service experience turned shoddy. They seemed to be running out of cash. And competitors like Rentamojo swooped in. Forlenko looked like it was struggling. Now sure, a company that isn't at a peak and is struggling to find takers sounds like a perfect buy for Sheila Foam. It could have been a cheap way to get access to the furniture market. But that's not what's happening. Sheila Foam is paying quite heavily for this purchase. It's nearly six times the sales according to estimates by ICICI Securities. Basically, Sheila Foam is giving the startup a price to sales or P by S multiple higher than itself. It's a little confusing. Also, some analysts believe the assumption that someone who's buying a mattress will also need a bed frame or a nightstand or maybe a sofa is wrong. But that may not entirely be true. If you look at the new age direct-to-consumer brand WakeFit, it started with mattresses. Then it branched into furniture and even set up physical stores. And today, furniture contributes to 20% of the brand's revenue. So maybe that's what Sheila Foam's hoping for. A bit of diversification in business prospects as Indians upgrade the quality of furniture in their homes. Also, 3% of Sheila Foam's sales can be attributed to the online channel at the moment. Meanwhile, Forlenko is a digital-first brand. Maybe that digital expertise can nudge Sheila Foam's online presence and sales higher now. Will it all work out for Sheila Foam? We don't know especially since it actually doesn't have so much spare change just lying around to finance the deals. It has only 750 crore rupees in cash. It will either have to sell some shares and raise money or it has to tap the banks for a loan. And in a market where the management has already sounded an alarm on people postponing the purchase of expensive mattresses, it will be quite interesting to see how Sheila Foam plays this. Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
And if you want to share your feedback or suggestions, do drop us an email to hi at the rate finshots.in. Until next time.